Welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one delectable page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Sachim 39, we find kind of a curious culinary note. Here it is. The Gemara explains, what is the meaning of lettuce, chasa? Well, it refers to the fact that God has mercy, chas, on us. And Rabbi Samuel Bar Nachmani said that Rabbi Yochanan said, why are the Egyptians likened to bitter herbs in the verse, and they embittered our lives? This comparison serves to tell you that just as these bitter herbs are soft at first and harsh in the end, so too the Egyptians were soft at first when they paid the Jews for their work, but were harsh in the end as they enslaved them. This idea applies solely to Chazeret, which has a bitter aftertaste, but not to other type of bitter herbs, which are bitter from the beginning. To discuss the unique bitterness of Chazeret, I have the pleasure of speaking to one of my absolute favorite food authorities, the author of the most amazing cookbook published in a very long time, Sababa, which you probably already have, but if not, you should buy right now. Live from Tel Aviv, it's Adina Sussman. Hello. Hello from closure number three. So nice to be here with you. Thank you for having me. As they say in Israel, Pam Shlishit Glida. Third time you get ice cream. So I hope you have some in your um, freezer right now. Well, you know, quarantine one with the quarantine 10, quarantine two with, I guess, the quarantine 20. So with Glida, I guess it'll be the quarantine 30. I don't know. <laughs> it depends how long this quarantine lasts. But I'm looking forward to doing a lot of cooking. And it could be two weeks, it could be three weeks, it could be four. But, you know, we're happy, we're healthy, we're hoping to be vaccinated soon and to get on with our lives and put this uh, whole COVID thing behind us. So hoping that Israel can be a light unto the nations in that regard. <laughs> As we say in Yiddish, inshallah. <laughs> exactly. But I want to ask you about this complete kind of mind-blowing notion today. The rabbi is saying, no, actually, Chazaret has, you know, a kind of bitterness, a flavor profile, if you will, unlike any other. Kindly expound on, on this. Um, I think what's, what is interesting about horseradish is that, you know, unlike other bitter herbs, yes, it's true that, you know, when you eat lettuce, it has a sweetness and then a sharpness towards the end. But I think it's kind of like a consistent experience. And I think that I would say that Chazeret is kind of like the perfect horseradish and analog for 2020. You know, it starts out sharp. And just gets more and more bitter as it goes along. <laughs> and I think that it has like a consistent bitterness that really reinforces, you know, what we're trying to learn at the Seder and on Passover because horseradish is sharp and consistently sharp. And I know that there are specific um, chemical compounds in uh, horseradish that actually sort of reveal themselves as you chew and eat. So you start out with one chemical experience and end up with another. And I think that, you know, there is a little bit of a surprise element. So, you know, a lot of times you'll eat horseradish and you'll be like, this isn't so bad. I got this. And then as you keep chewing and sort of eating, you sort of feel all of your, you know, your nostrils firing and all of those receptors sort of, you know, reacting to all of that sharpness. And it just kind of keeps building and building. So I see it as kind of like a steady burn that only increases like incrementally as you eat and experience it. So that's kind of my take on horseradish. And it's similar to garlic and many other compounds that have sharp flavors. You know, if you eat 
a garlic clove whole, it's relatively sharp, but every time you cut it in half, it's a little bit sharper. You cut it again, it's a little bit sharper. So, you know, whoever decided that we need to grate the horseradish was, you know, that's sort of like the Jewish extra dose of punishment that we take upon ourselves. (laughs) You know, you eat a slice in the Hillel sandwich and it's a little bit spicy, but then you grate it sharply into so you know, thousands of little shards and it just like, it sort of enhances the experience. That is so beautifully put. So two follow-up questions from this. First of all, are you personally a fan? And second of all, given this, you know, very unique nastiness, cruelty, if you will, of the horseradish, is there anything you could do with it in any other context, you know, cooking-wise, other than use it symbolically on the Seder table? I'm a total fan of horseradish. I love spicy food as much as I like stinky cheese and smelly fish sauce and all those kind of elements that really can kind of enhance food and also make it interesting. So, I mean, I think horseradish, a lot of great uses for it. I think you could, you know, it's really excellent with uh, rich meats because the sharpness helps cut through the richness. So if you're going to maybe make like a short rib dish or like even a rich piece of salmon, like putting a little bit of that sharp horseradish on it is going to be a beautiful culinary counterpoint to the fattiness of whatever that protein that you're eating. I would also say like mixing it with a little bit of mayo and putting it like as a spread in a sandwich. You know, I mean, I wonder like, you know, if the sages had been ordering sushi, like would wasabi have been like an appropriate (laughs) kind of a horseradish, you know, but you know, I think that the idea of of using a sharp element to enhance another flavor is, you know, is an excellent culinary idea. And so I think that's another great use for horseradish. Also, actually, if you have a cold or need to clear your sinuses, literally, you know, you can actually just like chew on a little piece. It's not a culinary application, but it's definitely a, a an effective one. <laughs> Amen to that. Adina Sussman, as always, you're making me feel both inspired and hungry. Thank you so much for being our guest. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for my daily dose of Talmud. I feel enriched in every way. So thank you for having me. I love to hear that. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.